Hi, you are listening to Chats with Elena Canty, a four-part podcast series brought to you by the Irish Wheelchair Association Ability Programme and co-sponsored by Equal Ireland. Every episode in this series is an opportunity to get to know Elena Canty. Elena's personal experiences help us be who we can be. Hi, Elena. How are you? I'm good. How are you keeping? I am keeping good. So this episode is going to be fantastic because we've got a whole lot of questions from the people of Cork. So are you excited? Absolutely. Let's get cracking. Now, we all love your fashion style and, you know, I'm wondering along with others as well, is it difficult to get clothes that fit you perfectly? A hundred percent, a thousand percent, actually. Um, this is something that I'm, I've, I've thought about throughout my whole life, but it's actually starting to kind of creep up into the fashion industry a lot more recently. Um, people in the disability community are starting to um, challenge the fashion industry a lot more now. Things like um, jumpers, jackets, uh, jeans or trousers, I would always have to go to the dressmaker to get them altered because I'm petite in stature. I'm only three foot nine inches in height. So you can imagine, like most trousers and jeans are for the five-foot average person. Like they need to make, you know, trousers and jeans fitting for everyone. Like I, I don't go to the children's section anymore um, because my upper body is perfect for the adult size. I would be a... Uh, anywhere between a size 10 and a size 12 in adult size, thankfully. So I have filled out in that sense <laughs> uh, over the years after teenage years. But um, in terms of my length, yeah, absolutely. I would always have to go to a, a dressmaker on Shandon Street um, to get alterations done. And But I would have those items for years then because I wear them but I look after them well but it would be nice <laughs> to someday go into a store like on the high street or in a boutique and you know find clothing that is for shorter stature people um you know for petite size in length Fashion for the disability community should be integral part of the everyday fashion style. You know, they need to have options for everyone. It's about inclusivity. One of the challenges that you've also mentioned, we touched on it briefly, 
accessibility into spaces within Cork around the world. The question is, how good is Cork at the moment? And also, would you advocate that ramps should be a universal feature in architecture? To answer about the ramps, uh, a thousand percent, they should be integral part of all infrastructure and in all buildings in Cork, Ireland, and by extension, globally. Um, It's so important that we all, you know, are able to access anything and everything that we need to access. So, yeah, to answer your question about Cork being uh, accessible, I would say it's nearly... Okay, <laughs> uh, it could be better. It's not great. What other people might view Cork as accessible, um, they're viewing it from their eye, their eyes. Um, but my eyes see different. It, it could definitely be better. Cork City and County, Ireland, by extension, that you know. It does need to be better. It could be a lot better. I would also like to remind people that the reality is that, you know, the majority of people that are disabled around the world have not got, have were not born with the disability. So, like, the reality is you could acquire a disability the majority of people will acquire the disability at least in once in their lifetime, whether it be temporary or permanent. So, like, we need to ensure that accessibility is for all because, yes, I was born with my disability, but, you know, Jane Doe or John Doe that are listening to this today could end up with a disability in the future. There's no point in sugarcoating it. That is the harsh reality. So they will need to have places accessible for them too. Like people who are architectures need to be mindful and considerate that, okay, it might suit them to put a step into a building or a step up to a ramp but they might end up in a wheelchair in their lifetime. They need to think forward. They need to be forward thinkers. They need to think strategically that, you know, making every building, every infrastructure accessible for all will just suit everyone and there'll be inclusivity that way then. How can uh, non-wheelchair users improve language around wheelchair users? Uh, The person who sent the question also pointed out, I think Irish people can be so afraid of saying the wrong thing, they just avoid conversation at all. How can we improve the language? Well, first of all, um, I suppose we could just talk about the word disability and that it's not a bad word. To say that somebody has a disability 
lives with a disability, um, that's okay <laughs> to acknowledge because it is. That is the reality. But I suppose language in particular, <laughs> so there's been plenty of language over the years that I have been referred as <laughs> um, so rudely, obviously, but not so much nowadays. But there are some words that I dislike or disdain a thousand percent because I am not defined by those words and they're very archaic and, um, you know, I find them very profanity type of crude words. They describe a negative situation, but people with disabilities, uh, you know, it's a very positive thing once you're surrounded by good people, you know, it doesn't, it's not a bad thing, you know, so words like handicap, um, I think that's a word used in sports, but I don't know why people decide to use it for disabilities. Anyway, um, another word would be retard. Um, I think that's actually a French word in late, but people use it in disability context. These are kind of words that I hate. Another word as well um, was invalid. I think that's more kind of kind of an archaic word. I don't really hear of that much anymore. That wouldn't be a nice word either. Another Irish word would be special needs. I disdain it completely. Um, it, like my needs are not special. They're human. <laughs> uh, I have a fundamental right to access all the needs that I need. And, you know, everyone at least once in a lifetime will need to access needs that they didn't need before. So it shouldn't be made special. I'm not special, I'm a human. Just say disabled, just say the word disabled. <laughs> That's the word you need to use. You don't need to use special needs. You don't need to use retard or handicap. Um, like, yeah, they're dirty words, but disability and disabled are positive words. Would it be right to call myself a non-wheelchair user? Would that be the right way? I would say that you're non-disabled because um, there are people with disabilities around the world who don't use a wheelchair. So I wouldn't say able-bodied. I wouldn't say non-wheelchair user. Um, I'd just say non-disabled. Non-disabled, yeah. And fingers crossed. Yes, yes, yes. Touch wood, yes. Absolutely, yeah. Um, what makes it uncomfortable is when they use the archaic words. Yeah. That, that don't describe the person yes. fully. I'm just saying it like it is disabled or non-disabled is totally fine, um, but don't use the other words. Yes, got it. Got it. (laughs) Good. (laughs) What advice would you give to a young person facing a challenge such as a disability? How can they stay resilient in difficult moments? Yeah, I think, first of all, anyway, 
to strip it all back to first of all just be kind to themselves no one understands what they're going through because if they're born with the disability chances are they are the odd one out the people around them in their families in their school or college the majority of them all non disabled majority of people are especially if you're born with a disability so no one understands how you truly feel so you know just to be kind to yourself allow the feelings that you are feeling to be welcomed and just you know don't hide from those feelings Another thing that I would advise is to never give up no matter what people around you say you're well able <laughs> as a cock saying goes you know once you find yourself with things that you're interested in and focus on things that you're really good at you don't know where your life will take you keep plowing on and on on a day-to-day basis in the meantime uh focus on things that you love and enjoy because that'll always boost your mood and help you get through challenging times and to overcome them that's really the most important thing just take it day by day Now, obviously, Elena cannot be in every conversation around the whole world, and neither can other people with disabilities be there to correct us in our conversations, right? So, what books or podcasts do you think we should listen to? Well, Disruptability podcast by Inclusive World, which is hosted by a friend of mine, actually, um, Claire Canelli. But in terms of books, I would have to go back to Adam Kinn. the pure cock legend as first seen in the late late toy show his dad david king wrote a book for children it's actually called adventures with a difference it's all about adventures and it basically promotes a positive conversation around disability but for ch- children in mind because i think we need to start from an early age from toddler age as soon as a child starts reading with their parents before bedtime these are the kind of books that need to be read because the world is so diverse we need to teach our kids that the world is diverse and it's not just all people that are like you it's everyone that looks different and that different is unique and different is beautiful Elena so many people have asked you so many questions do you want to throw a few questions back into cork oh goodness i've been put on the spot here I suppose I would ask you to maybe challenge your mindset and your narrative and language around disability and p- 
people who are disabled, just challenge your thinking around it. Nowadays, there's so much services available, there's so much supports available that people with disabilities, you know, they can thrive in life and do everything that their hearts desire in life. So long as they have supports and people that care and love for them, you know, as long as they're surrounded by great people and that they're determined, there's no end to what they can achieve. So I would just ask the people of Cork to just change your thinking around disability. That is really a great note to call this wonderful podcast series. Um, it's it's ended. It's the finale. <laughs> thank you, Irish Wheelchair Association. And thank you to also Equal Ireland for making this possible. And thank you also. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Elena. Mwah. I'll see you around, dear. <laughs> yeah, totally.